Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Rogers Telecommunications in Canada suffered a 19-hour outage last week affecting all kinds of services, including cell and landline access, making services, internet access, 911 emergency services, and more. A new law in New York will require concealed carry gun license applicants to hand over their social media accounts for review of their conduct and character. More black investors than you might think own cryptocurrency as an asset class. And Elon Musk's takeover of Twitter has been terminated, but the lawsuits and insults are just getting started. Got all this and more for you in episode 43 of the Tech John. From Columbus, Ohio, I'm your host, Rob Dunley. And coming out of Philly, it's your girl, Tech Life Steph. And out of Atlanta, this is Terrence Gaines, a.k.a. Brother Tech, a.k.a. Amazon Prime Day is among us. Uh, looking forward to getting some deals here. Uh, we're watching, what is it, today? Or we're reporting on Monday, so it's tomorrow, which is if you listen to it today, I'm going to stop doing the math. And let's just say Prime Day is here. By the time you listen to this show, you probably can get some stuff at a deep discount. On Amazon Prime, we'll just leave it at that. Deep? I don't know about deep. Discount? Maybe. Some deep. some things are deeply discounted just so they can tell Earth that, oh, yeah, this is like 30% off. I don't think that's and the case for most days. of this it's, stuff. it's tomorrow, uh, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So Prime Days. I don't need I'm, nothing I'm else. To, I'm not buying nothing else. I refuse. Uh, I, um, I mm-hmm. am uh, redoing my... Uh, smart home stuff, my home automation stuff. So um I actually bought some stuff this weekend and maybe I should have waited, but I'm not, <laughs> I'm not that type of person that uh has something in mind that I want to purchase and puts it on the shelf that maybe it'll go on sale. Or maybe if I wait, my, my, my impulsive buying finger is too strong to be waiting on some deals. So most of the time I just buy stuff, but Having said that, I did purchase some things like yesterday or Saturday, um, not even thinking that Prime Day was coming, that maybe two or three days I could have saved some money, but I'm not a buyer's remorse type person. So we'll see. (laughs) It depends on how close it is to whatever I need it for. I mean, I did deliberately go out uh 4th of July weekend actually probably on the 4th it might have been Sunday it might have been 4th of July I don't know um because I wanted to buy new luggage and uh I I waited until that weekend to to deliberately go and buy it um I mean you can always take it back I would definitely check and and if you know if 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 a return needed to happen it needs to happen yeah 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 yeah, yeah. well let me tell y'all what I bought yesterday so 
I, well, not me, my, my, my youngest child is now the proud owner of a MacBook Air. All right. That is All the right. first, um, computer from Apple that I've bought probably in eight or nine years. And the last time was when I bought my oldest daughter a MacBook Pro when she went off to college. So, uh, um, I will tell you this, man, the Apple store makes things easy. Right. So it's an assembly line. One, did you get an M1 or did you get the M2? Um, so, so here's the thing. Um, in the Apple store, you can no longer purchase an M1 MacBook Air, anything above the, uh, uh, 256, um, RAM, eight gigs. They don't sell it in the store. You can still get it, but you just can't get it in the store. So, um, it was, oh man, it's like, I I really wanted to get the 512, uh, you know, at least 512 and I wanted to get 16 gigs on the RAM. So I was like, well, you can still get those, but you need to go and they they won't tell you other places, but you can go to like Best Buy. You can go to, you know, there are many, many other retail places you're going to get them. But where Apple's Mm -hmm. getting you is that they're doing that, uh, student discount right now. And Mm -hmm. so for the student discount, you get 10% off and a $150 gift card. So I'm not going to get anybody at any Apple store to hook me up in trouble. But let's just say that there was a hookup so I didn't have to go somewhere else and get what I wanted. <laughs> let's, let's, I'll just leave it at that. There, there was a hey, hookup. Nothing um, wrong with that. So, well, it wasn't a hookup. I mean, you, you went in, you purchased something and, and paid for it. Like, that, that is true. You know what? That That is true. It's like <laughs> I paid. It ain't slid like it to you out the back door, no. you know, or something fell off the back of a like, truck. Like you like still paid. Or something. Um, and you know what? It probably wasn't even a hookup. It probably was what they always do when they have people come in saying the exact same thing I'm right. saying. It's like, Hey, you know what? We really don't sell this That's anymore. Right. Um, so we, we gotta They're just trying to create scarcity. That's all. It worked. Mm-hmm. Cause I, <laughs> it worked. Cause right. he was like, we really don't sell these, but if you, if you're willing to pay for it in cash right now, I can get you something from the back. So that's, that's the marketing. You, you, you got sucked into the marketing right then. Yeah, so uh baby girl is uh the proud owner of a of a brand new uh MacBook Air. And I can't believe sometimes she's my child cuz she is so not into computers and stuff like that. She did open it. That's that's <laughs> about it. I can't comprehend getting a new laptop and not going all in yeah. on it once i open just it open you know turn it on log in get everything set up the way you want to your little desktop you know wallpaper like i don't dang that's so she, turned, she she opened it and was like all right so she hit me well, with so i was gonna say, I was gonna say she'll, she'll she'll change once you see a little little funky friends and they little setups and then she'd be all into it and then she'd be emailing you, Hey dad, I'm trying to get this custom wallpaper. That's how my kids do me anyway. When I've got them stuff at the time, I wanted them to be all hype and they was like, Oh, thank you. But then a couple of days later when they little friends was <laughs> customizing their stuff now, Oh, 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 now you need my technological expertise, huh? <laughs> so I, I will, I will give Apple this. Um, they got her with the, uh, cause she finally did, uh, set it up today, I believe. And she's like, Oh, all my iPhone stuff and all my iPad stuff is just there. Mm-hmm. 
So she was all super geeked out about that. Continuity. And I'm sitting here thinking, it's like, you do know that that exists on PC as well. But the fact that it just didn't happen automatically for her is the reason why it doesn't exist in her world. Because it was like, I didn't tell her to go do this. I don't even know that she was really given a choice. It was like entering your Apple ID and it just started doing stuff from my, from my understanding. Terrence, you could bet, definitely talk to it better than that, but I don't think she had to jump through hoops to make those things happen on a PC. There is a hoop or two. If it's not, uh, or like one drive that you need to jump <laughs> through. So I think that that's, uh, you know, that, that is one of the things that keeps people coming back to this Apple ecosystem. The stuff simply just works. But yeah, she uh she has a uh, brand new MacBook Air. All right, congrats to her. But yeah, um, let's go ahead and get into some uh technical issues. So, for anybody who's listening to us right now on our live stream, we want to apologize. We have some technical difficulties. We are trying to use uh some new streaming software. Um, not certain if we're going to keep it yet because we are having technical difficulties with it, but we are going to give it a shot this show, but it took us, uh, probably an additional 15 minutes to actually get on the air and do the show. But I say that to say that there are people who listen to us actually record our show. Like Saray, um, is out there right now. I believe Charles is out there. There might be a few others. And the way you're able to do that is by becoming a supporter of the show. And you can support the show by heading over to patreon.com forward slash the Tech John. That is the Tech J W N. And over there at the Tech John on Patreon, you can support us at any level. And one of the benefits you get at any level that you support us is access to our live stream and after party. So I just want to do that little bit of a commercial before we get in. And let's jump into some tech news, because unlike last week, there were some big tech stories that came out uh, this week. One of the bigger ones was and I don't know if I think you guys probably have heard heard of it, but uh, Rogers Telecommunications up in Canada suffered a massive, massive, massive outage, 19 hour outage last week. Um, this outage disrupted pretty much everything as routers put it. Um, or routers put it, nearly every facet of life was affected, including internet access, cell phone, and landline telephone access, 911 emergency calls, ATM services, cashless payment systems, and more. Even the weekend, um, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the artist, he had to cancel the start of his, uh, you know, the kickoff to his after hours till dawn tour, um, which is supposed to kick off last week in Toronto. So this this outage was massive. Why do you have it affected to cancel everything that? Because of how many services uh, were down because of this. They didn't feel that they could actually put the concert on safely with so much of Canada not able to use cell phones. Oh, and even so like 911 was down yeah, and like, so like all kinds of 911 services. So pe- let me think about that. People are calling 911 and they can't get through that. That's I mean, it. That is as bad as you can get when nine one one goes down. Landlines. I was surprised that landlines went down, and right. you know, even just for communication, you know, I, I imagine they probably like a, a stage crew would mostly communicate via walkie-talkie, but you know, there probably is still some cell phone communication that flies back and forth backstage and everything and just in general to make a show like that work. So, um, yeah, see, I did, I wasn't aware of this, um, until you, you, put this article in the rundown, but it sounds like it was a pretty big deal. And you would think that 
it would be a, a, a call out to telecoms around the world to make sure that they have enough redundancy. I don't, I don't know, you know, what the situation here was and they haven't talked about what, what caused it, but you know, I, no one can afford to, to have a, an outage like this, like yeah. anywhere around the world. When emergency services are going down, hospitals can't page doctors. Uh, you know, that stuff is going down. You really are talking about, like I said, I, th- I thought Reuters was like, is this, is this hyperbole what they're saying when they said it included every facet of life <laughs> that was affected? But the important parts were, you know, accident happens. You can't call 911. Um, fire happens. You can't call 911. A doctor needs to be paged from one part of the hospital to another part. That's not working. Um, uh, and then like, you know, I'm thinking about like the weekend, you know, that's, you know, you know, like that, that's how I heard of it when I heard that the cancer, you know, the concert was canceled and it's like, Oh, what's going on up there? And it's like, Oh, whoa, this outage is major, major, major. Um, well, the reason and it was could, almost a day long, that's ni- the, it was that's 19 hours, it's yeah, 19 hours. So, um, they were saying things like, you know, you can't actually do mobile payments, um, while this outage was going on, uh, Many people couldn't actually use ATMs. I think that if you went to your own bank, you were okay. But if you were trying to go to an ATM that was not your bank, then you had a problem. That's for like the entirety of the country and even like northern Minnesota, northern Wisconsin. So those, you know, so our northern states, some, you know, even though, you know, they're in America, they actually use, uh, Rogers just because they're closer to big cities that are in Canada or bigger cities that are in Canada to, you know, than where they may live, uh, you know, in, you know, the northern parts of their states. So, um, it was a ridiculously large outage and it's even causing additional issues because, um, like here in the States, um, telecommunication companies pretty much everywhere want to consolidate and become bigger and bigger and bigger. And Rogers was in a deal with Shaw Communications where they, I, I think they actually halted their deal. They, they paused their deal back in May. But they're trying to acquire, uh, you know, I think the fourth biggest telecommunications company in Canada for some umpteen numbers of billions of dollars. And uh, two days before this outage happened, they actually had a meeting to try to get things going back, uh, you know, you know, towards this humongous uh, merger that they want to do. And now the country's saying, nah, y'all might be too big to fail. We don't necessarily know that we want to um, set aside our antitrust laws to allow this to happen. So th- this is a, it, it's, it's a big deal. Um, when you have one company has an outage and this was a outage that was an accident. I think they changed a router or something like that. Um, or, or installed a faulty router or something like that. And they just had a cascading effect to where it just, Things just kept tumbling, you know, down for 19 hours. Um, but literally something like that, regular maintenance causes your country. I think the numbers are 40% of internet traffic halted in the entire country. Now, when you think of Canada, we don't think of it as a big country because there's not a lot of people there. But as far as countries go, it's a pretty decent sized country. Um, well, shame on yeah. Americans for thinking it's not a big country. Well, exactly. I was yeah, like, it's a whole line. country. Yeah. <laughs> or, or if you get country. the designation country, I mean, yeah. you, right. you know. And then number two, um, speaking of countries, I don't know if there are any countries out there trying to attack America or attack any major city, but, uh, sending missiles this way, eh, it, it'll kill some people and we'll be upset and we'll strike back. But you really want to hurt? <laughs> you want to hurt some Americans? 
take them cell phones away. <laughs> you, you know what? I can't remember what it, this was like some B movie. It was not a great movie, but they were talking about the way to hurt America is not to send missiles because if, if we send missiles, they send them back. <laughs> it is like, then there's no earth any longer. The way to hurt America is to keep people from being able to text and send SMS messages and pay phone bills and all this kind of stuff. Like I said, the movie wasn't great, but I just remember that part of it. It's like, Hey, you probably got a really good point there. Well, where- it's the idea that you are going to completely destabilize society. I mean, you know, look at what we just talked about. No 911, no emergency services, no, no access to money, no, you know, no anything. So it's, it, it, it's not, you know, we're, we're, we're making a little bit light of it. Like, Oh, keep, you know, take Americans phones, but you know, the, the destabilization that would happen if internet, access went away and and the 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 chaos that would ensue because people would start rioting you know people would start you know rushing atms trying to get money rushing banks banks would be shutting down it would it would really be a a chaos on a on a mass scale and and i i really do hope that the comcast of the world are are looking at this and really figuring out how to prevent something like this from happening. Cause it sounds like, you know, from what you just said, Rob, that it wasn't even a big thing that, that caused this whole thing to happen. So, you know, why, why can one router take out an entire Faulty major hardware. system yeah. for almost a day? You it, know what I mean? Like it, that, that shouldn't, ha- that just should never happen. So I think, you know, like I said, I just hope other major, uh, telecom companies are, are looking at this and looking at themselves, uh, to make sure that something like this couldn't happen to them. Yeah. This is the Probably second not. major outage that, uh, Probably not. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Probably not. But I mean, you know, we, we always got to learn the hard way, unfortunately. This is, this is, uh, Roger's second major outage in, I believe, 15 months. Now, the one 15 months ago, it sounded really bad at the time. It wasn't nothing compared to this one. I think people could still call the fire truck. People could still go to concerts. Um, but, uh, this is the second one. So you just start to think about how these companies are looking to, you know, to just merge and just become bigger. So we talked about Shaw. So I'm looking at, you know, the article right here is 20 billion Canadian, 15.34 billion takeover is what they want to do. So now that, you know, Shaw has 25% of Canadians are using it as their service provider. So you mean to tell me that if this deal goes through that, you know, let's just say this happens a year out from this merger that now there could be an additional 25%. So you're talking about roughly seven, you know, if, if that's, if, if that's another 75% that are completely down, you're talking, uh, 60, 65% of the entire country has no internet access. That is, that's catastrophic. Um, like I, I don't, I don't think we're really feeling the brunt of this just because we're here and it didn't really affect us. Um, but actually I have a buddy, uh, you know, you know, you know, a cousin, distant cousin of mine, um, who lives there. So I just sent him a, a text message to say, Hey man, how bad was this thing? And he was like, he's like, man, it, it, it was bad. It's like, you literally, you could just sent, you know, you could not make phone calls, uh, you know, like flights were delayed. There was just every, like I said, Reuters did not, did not embellish in their title or, or, you know, okay. I'm gonna have to stop you. I'm gonna have to say I, I I was trying not to do this live on air, but it, it, it now you did it. This is like the third time. I just I just want to make sure that you are aware. It's Reuters, um, what, not Reuters. It's not. You no, it's called it's Reuters. It's it's a well known news source. It, like you said it like three times. I, I was like always, I don't want to. I don't want to call them out on air. No, live call me like out. That, like, hey. I don't want you to go somewhere and, and and say that is Reuters. 
Reuters. Okay. Not not not, not Samsung. Because uh, I say yes. that, you know, I, I say Samsung. I know it is Samsung with an N and a G, <laughs> but it sounds like Samsung when I say it all the time. I, I got people telling me all the time. So no, I I'm, I'm saying Reuters. It is Reuters. Okay, learn Reuters, something new every yes. day. Yes. Right. Yes. 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 It was. Oh my god! I was like, ah! As as a journalist, I just couldn't let Reuters go out like that. Well, you, you were having <laughs> that styrofoam moment, or that moment where I'm taking the fork against the back of a skillet and scratching Man, it down, making that every noise. Every time you like, said that, I was like, you, should I say something loud? No, you should. should. I, I didn't know for, for for my 50 years on this planet, I've been saying it wrong. I didn't. I did not know that that's how you pronounce that. So we'll take that. Listen, learn something new every day. <laughs> So this next story, y'all, this is one that I thought was uh, super interesting. I don't I applaud the effort. I don't know that this is ever really going to work. But New York has actually uh, passed a law where applicants to get a concealed carry license in the state of New York will have to hand over their social media accounts. Um, and this is not something that they're trying to do. This is something that's already passed. So I think this goes into effect in the next couple of months. In September. Uh, um, yeah. So, yeah. W- w- what is your take on this? That you go get a uh, concealed carry license and you have to turn over your Instagram, your TikTok, your Facebook. What are you guys thoughts on that? They dancing. They dancing around a real problem. Stop it. Well, that that part. Um, but but also when you when you look at these last few mass shootings and 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 a lot of I don't I don't know if it's majority I have no data on that but a lot of mass shootings it was it was uh what's the word I'm looking for breadcrumbs foretold by well, the stuff that the people yeah, were telling yeah, you they were going to do premeditated yeah. but it but it but oh foreshadowed that yeah. that's what I'm looking for by these people's social media you know what I mean it was it was out there Literally for the world to see that these people were were not stable, that they were planning something, you know, catastrophic, like it was out there. So and, and you know, for everybody to always go back and, and now once it happens and once there's 19, you know, murdered children in Uvalde, now everybody wants to look at the social media and say, well, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess he was kind of troubled. You think so? Right. I hate that that New York did this without actually putting any teeth in it because they passed it. Yes. But they also did what they didn't do is supply any additional funding to make it easier for law enforcement to actually Mm -hmm. do it. They haven't designated any special, you know, um, agency or committee or anybody else that will actually be responsible for this because the sheriffs are like we ain't doing this we don't have no time for to do this with everything else we doing we're not going to go look at somebody's facebook and if they got time they still ain't no still ain't no guarantee they're going to do it because the the most recent shooting in um uh highland park in chicago Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm People was telling him on social media and in the and about all the things that he was saying and doing, you know, and then the police sit up there in a press conference is like, well, at the time we didn't. Uh, we didn't no, know if it no. was credible. We didn't know Come if it on, was man. credible. That's always the thing. And it mm-hmm. and it is it, it's, it's a shame. You know, I I like 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 you say, Rob, I applaud the effort because we got to do something. But to your point, Terrence. We just don't need assault weapons in the United States, number one. Um, and, and we need much, much stricter gun laws, um, in general. Oh, yeah. And this, I don't think, I think this was just for concealed carry. Just, so this is just handguns. Uh, you know, um, mm-hmm. this doesn't touch anything else. So 
I want to. But what was also in there? I I, I, I do want to show. I do want to talk about what else they had in there. Um, the lawsuit also the law the new law also requires several hours of safety training, um, some character references, and an in person interview before you can get this this permit. So it's not just social media. They are actually trying to do some other things mm-hmm. to to you know make sure the person is fit to carry a gun. Um, but still it's just so one of the things stephanie you said was that they don't have they didn't add any additional funding for this Mm -mm, i'm just going to put this out there did they not add any additional funding because they know that this is not going to win a first (laughs) amendment fight it's like so here's the thing you know uh i I love to hear all the stuff about the second amendment but you know what's before the second amendment the first amendment uh (laughs) it is like freedom of speech um so you're telling me I have to go snitch on myself potentially. Who in their right mind? That actually is maybe a, is a good question to ask. Who in their right mind? Because if you're right mind, you're probably not going to go get these, uh, you know, these things and shoot people up with them. But, uh, but who would go and I've got all this stuff where I've been, you know, I, you know, proud boys or, you know, whatever, whatever it is, you're, you're doing all this stuff in your social media. Why on earth would you actually let the authorities know that that's you? actually doing it i i can't see how they're going to enforce that number one then number two is that even if you were can you be compelled to do that um they they have a law now but i to me this just looks like a law that is just there so that as soon as they try to use it to uh to do something i'm not sure what they would do um that this is well, going I to be challenged my, my, well my assumption is they're kind of using it as a quote-unquote background check because in addition to i don't know what they check in a background check you know uh credit uh maybe they check your um uh res- proof of residency whatever is arrest records i'm sure arrest records right 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 I, maybe they're looking at it as well this is no different than a social media background check and before we give you this gun we're going to comb over your social media and make sure you don't have you know, um, suggestive posts as far as violence or whatever the case may be, you know, maybe that's how they get around this. Well, you don't have to give us access. We just need to comb through and check before we then hand you this thing to make sure you're on the up and up. I'm, I'm just, and I, and sp- I think it's easy that. enough because, you know, they, they talk about right to privacy and all of that stuff and, and the, and the, the fine line, but I think it's easy. I think there's a big difference between somebody who, you know, even is a known white supremacist and, and post, you know, nonsense on their, on their social media versus some of these people who have done these shootings saying, I'm going to the high school at, at 10 o'clock to do this, this, and this. Like literally some of that stuff has been spelled out mm-hmm. in detail mm-hmm. on some mm-hmm. of these platforms. And, and to me, you forfeited your right to privacy when you do that. That's like yelling fire in a crowded room. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. those are direct threats. Like, and that's the kind of thing that you know, that, that I think law enforcement can make a case for why it's important to, to mm-hmm. look at this stuff. Cause the people that are doing it, they're not just, they're not just, you know, listening to crazy music or, or, or talking about they're They're literally saying on, on, uh, the, the, the anniversary of Columbine, I'm going back up to the school and these are the people I'm looking for. And this is what's going to happen. And then I'm gonna shoot myself and then blah, blah. Like they literally are outlining their step-by-step plan. So, um, I think at a minimum, mm. We can all agree that, that at least that would be a worthwhile reason to, to check before you allowed a, a permit like this. But 
Yeah, like no, I'm going to talk completely out of the other side of my mouth. So who would, you know, who would ever sign up to give social media stuff? Anybody who has to go through an FBI background track, you're actually mm-hmm. doing that. You know, it's it's probably a very similar looking uh, document. Um, I had I've done it before. When I worked for Lockheed and I yeah. had to give them all my social media. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I've had the same thing. Now, um, what I, you know, okay, we, we research and we find out, okay, what do I legally have to give you? I have to give you my social media accounts. I give you my social media accounts. They're all locked down. I, you know, I have pictures of children on there. I don't allow anybody to see that. It's not family and friends. And they're okay with that. But I think it is just going through the, uh, you know, through the, uh, the exercise. You got to give them something. And when you're talking about like these FBI background checks, they're not just looking on the stuff that you told them about that's just helping them get started they're, they're doing a thorough trying to find out who you are how you think and whether or not you should get clearance to go into some place that could be uh but to know. stephanie's point there's a whole bureau that does that uh-huh. ain't no local police officer or no local you know state government official uh checking your instagram before right. they give you this permit you know which right. goes back to okay what resources what entity have you stood up to solely be responsible for this portion in order to give it the care right. that it needs for you to identify something that may be like, hey, let's uh, either a let's dig a little bit deeper or no, you can't get this gun. Yeah. And in most and states, I, it's I also, yeah, and they, they ain't going to do it. That. Um, I also like the at the very end of the uh, article, there was a question about can this be done in an anti-racist way because it it slides into the the territory of surveillance really quickly right. uh, when you start talking about black and brown folks and mm. you know there's there there's a there's a culture there like we got we got teenagers 16 year olds posing with guns for prom pictures so would that be something that now precludes me from being able to get a license to carry a weapon because i did that because that mm-hmm. is what's cool in my hood right. and and right. and it's a part of my culture and and everybody did it um should that be something that precludes me from getting a a, a gun and and you know a, a gun license so you know we it, it it does become a slippery slope you know when you start talking about um taking black black and brown folks into consideration. Yeah. Like I, I really just, like I said earlier, I think this is one of those laws that they pass. It's like, let's see if we can get this passed. We're not putting any money to it because we know it's going to be challenged, but it's just, let's just see, you know, let's put our finger up and, you know, lick it, put it up in the wind, see which way the wind is blowing. Can we actually get this passed? They got it passed, but I think the first time the state of New York actually tries to use it, that they are going to, uh, you know, oh, be yeah. it's gonna be a um, shit show. And so, like I said, I, I applaud the effort. Uh, and this is just my personal belief. Background checks. What is it? Over seventy percent of Americans think that that's a good idea. Just, just yeah. do background checks. Uh, that way, I think you know, they wanted to get credit for doing something. Yeah. And I mean, mm-hmm. this probably wasn't it. So I just, I just thought it was really interesting. You no, know, it's like, huh? it's like um, I'm reading through this, and it's like. That sounds good, but what about your First Amendment <laughs> rights to, theory. you know, it's like, uh, you know, I don't, I don't think those get trumped here. So America. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. So y'all, um, I don't know um, if y'all have been paying attention to what's happening to cryptocurrency. Um, over the ba- Basically the this the year, really since November last year. But, uh, you know, I, I was reading this article, uh, and some things in it, you know, kind of like, oh, wow, I didn't realize that. So did you know that black folks, African Americans, um, you know, we actually are more into crypto than our white counterparts? As far, n- n- let me, let me, let me make this, you know, technically correct. African American investors are more than crypto. So when you look at crypto, uh, you know, cryptocurrency, you know, just across the board, African Americans that are investors, about 25% have crypto as part of their portfolio, about 15% for white counterparts. When it comes to your first actual asset that you purchase, we're twice as likely to, uh, have crypto, uh, as our first asset as our white counterparts. So we are really into uh, you know, crypto, um, you know, as far as investors are concerned. Um, the problem with this is that cryptocurrency last year at its high, um, all asset classes, 3.2 trillion today, less than 1 trillion. That stuff has come down significantly. So for African Americans investors, uh, because we invest at a higher level, uh, you know, in cryptocurrency, we actually have a bigger exposure uh to risk and to and to just the downturn and like i said we we have the i don't want to say we haven't seen anything like this because we have seen things like this it just hasn't you know crypto just wasn't as popular as it is today but i wanted to you know kind of get your guys thoughts on that that i did not know that we actually invest in cryptocurrency at a higher um you know at, at a higher clip than our white counterparts that actually kind of shocked me in this article uh it makes sense in my opinion because I think a lot of us feel like this is the next thing and we don't want to be left on the shore as the boat sails. So I think a lot of people maybe haphazardly or, or just maybe and not maybe make sure I got some skin in the game. <laughs> make sure I got some skin in the game. Uh, so I'm not, so I'm taking part, right? Versus the actual, okay. I want to expand my portfolio. What portfolio? I got savings. I got checking and anything else I can spare. Let me get on this new thing. And 0.01% right. of Bitcoin. You know what? Let's keep it for real, for real. Uh, so much of our community is under bank. You said savings and checking. They may not even have that. You know how many folks go to Walmart to cash checks? You know, go to check cash a place to cash it because they literally have no account. They are completely underbanked or no, you know, or unbanked. Well, so, see, here's yeah. the here's the here's the thing I think about this. I, you know, we we say, you know, oh, African Americans, black and brown people are are 
well more into I don't I don't never I don't necessarily know that I I don't I don't think that statistic reflects the reality of of what's being done in the black community as it relates to cryptocurrency. I don't I don't think we're we're necessarily these, you know, ultra savvy investors or whatever. And not that we're not. I just think that crypto has been marketed to black communities differently than it's been marketed to non-black communities. You know, ain't no celebrities, ain't no white celebrities promoting crypto, at least not to white people. Kim Kardashian promoted it to us. You know what I mean? All those other black celebrities promoting it to us. Warren Buffett ain't promoting this ish to nobody. My, you know, Bill Gates ain't promoting this ish to nobody. Yeah, they saying Matt- it's, 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 it's crap. So it's, you know, we got to ask ourselves, why is this something that, that, is being so targeted and the advertising and the marketing, you know, showing people, you know, buying million dollar NFTs and everybody's rich and, and blah, blah, and, and jets and, and cars and all of that. You know, everybody's a crypto trader. Everybody's Forex. Everybody's whatever. Um, you know, we gotta, we gotta look at why that type of vehicle continues to be heavily marketed in black communities as well and 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 what we can do to be better educated about these things before we just jump on the ship now you know granted we have reason to be skeptical of banks uh greenwood uh you know tulsa all that good stuff we have reason to be skeptical skeptical of of traditional um investment systems like the stock market and things like that. However, you know, I think the people that are doing that marketing are preying on that kind of thing um, and pushing these vehicles to us when we don't really have the money to spare to even be a part of it. I think it's even more basic than that. So uh, it is really, really easy to buy crypto. If you have a cash app account, you can very easily buy Bitcoin. It's built right into the app. So this article that, uh, you know, was in, that I linked to in the Financial Times, you know, one of the stories in there, they're telling the story of a young man who he on accident put $5, uh, you know, into crypto on accident. He didn't even mean to do it, but once he did it, he just left it sit there. And a few months later, that $5 had turned into 70. So then he's like, Oh, okay. And at the convincing of friends and family, you should put life savings money in this. So he took 20 grand of his life savings and put it in there. Um, and clearly if he did it before probably October, November time frame of last year, it was going up. But since then it has been going down, um, significantly so. So I don't even know that is, you know, we're being targeted. It's just that it's well, maybe you are because of the ease of buying crypto in an app like, uh, you know, like, uh, like cash app. I mean, it's just, it's just right there. You can just go do it. And then you have, uh, you know, but, uh, money. But now I'm getting real con spiracy on you. How do we know that the people behind cash app haven't seen the same financial time story know that african-americans over index on crypto and now have made it even easier for us to to purchase and get in on this i would be interested in seeing the the breakdown of who is buying crypto via a cash app because i agree the ease of use is one of the selling features but i would be interested in seeing a breakdown of the demographic on who's actually using cash app to buy crypto i i, I would have to Imagine it probably ain't a bunch of white folks. I'm just saying. And I mean, you know, you could take Robin Hood as a previous example of this quote unquote retail investor 
that, you know, everybody flocked to Robin Hood to put all this money in the stock market. And then Robin Hood was using some third party company to get them a heads up on what people buying. The big company yeah. buy that first. And then guess who yeah. left holding the bag? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so my um, point is sucker is, um, uh, sucker is not the right word, but any, um, victim. It's probably a better word well, not, in some listen, cases. You need you need a foundation and nobody at the bottom is, of the pyramid scheme. You exactly. Need, you need the foundation. That's of the what pyramid. I was looking for. You mm-hmm. need somebody at the bottom of the pyramid. Mm-hmm. So that's why possibly why going back to your point, Stephanie, um, we are so ev- overly indexed because we're so heavily marketed to marketed to. As far as the latest of crypto, because we need some suckers at the bottom. <laughs> you got to have the people at the bottom to build the whole thing up. That's I'm, it. I'm like you, Stephanie. I, I would like to see numbers on this because when I think of investor, anyone who buys five dollars worth of Bitcoin on Cash App, they by definition are an investor. But in my mind, that's not what I'm thinking of when I think of investor. Um, and that's probably not even what they're thinking of. They're just thinking I'm gonna flip this five dollars to make two hundred and go pay my light bill. Right. You know what I'm saying? I think the like I said, the education's not there. It's just a snatch and grab kind of get rich quick thing that you know again is not necessarily the community's fault. However, the information is out there, you know, and we can't always be the ones so quick to be running and try to to flip up to get that bag, you know, you know, and, and the onus is on us. Like Rob said, the onus is on us to become investors. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So and now when we become investors, then the game kind of changes, you know, uh, a um, to related to, you know, <laughs> the gun thing. Right. You know, people say. You know, you know what would change gun laws if a bunch of black people went out, black men went out and got a bunch of AR-15s and we over index on that. Then they change the laws quick. Imagine if most of these overly indexed black folks became actual investors to where we wasn't on the bottom on the ground floor. That Wait part. a minute. Let's change. Well, hold Wait on. Wait a minute. Exactly. We need to regulate. Wait a minute. <laughs> that part. Um, yeah. So so here's the other part. And, you know, just just to stick with you or things that make you go, hmm, Stephanie. So <laughs> I've said cash out probably four or five times in this segment. We just talked about a few weeks ago, Jack Dorsey and uh, and uh, Jay Z doing their mm-hmm. crypto thing. Well, who right. runs cash out? Jack Dorsey. I'm, I, I'm just saying, I, you know, I'm just I, I'm just saying. So there, there 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 is probably some there there. Spiracy. <laughs> but that being said, I'm going to go back to what I said then. What I hope that is happening right now with, you know, like I, said, I feel bad for anybody who has lost their life savings, um, you know, to see that go down 66, 70, 71 percent um, in a year's time because you dumped everything into these ridiculously uh, volatile, uh, you know, uh, you know, cryptocurrencies. Uh, and we're not just talking about the, you know, the big ones that, you know, we're not just talking about the Bitcoins and the Ethereums of the world. We're talking about the Shiba Inus and the Dogecoins and the, you know, these, these meme coins that are out there that, you know, if, if you actually go and you really research this stuff that it's like, is, is there, are these really sound financial practices, you know, uh, right. you know, behind, uh, these platforms. So I do feel for folks who were dumping, you know, just life savings level of money into this. And now you're kind of hemmed up. That being said, what I really hope for the masses, because 
I don't think if you were to go, uh, you know, and survey the 40 some odd million of us walking around this country, that most of us are worried about, I don't know how I'm going to make ends meet because I bought too much Bitcoin. I don't think that that is a, it is a massive issue in our community. It might be for some. And like I said, I think we're, you know, you know, we're, uh, you know, over indexed in this particular asset class, but I don't think that, uh, that is the main issue for most folks in our community. So what I hope is that people start to just research this stuff um, and just learn and become more financially literate across not just crypto. If you got to start there, start there, because maybe that's what's interesting in you. And you hear, you, you know, you, you're not hearing it now, but you were hearing a year ago, six, seven months ago, you were hearing how people's like, man, you put $5 in and turn it into 70. Um, you were hearing that if that just gets you interested enough to, Okay, well, let me go find out how a stock works. Let me go find out how a bond works. Let me go find out how I can, you know, um, buy this EFT. Let me go find out how I can do this. Um, I talk to folks all the time who are being given free money from their job, um, you know, in the form of 401k matches. And, you know, and it's like, you know, you have to be thinking at some point about your retirement, about your future. Um, they're giving you free money right now. This was a thing for me, but you know, you know, my first 401k was back in the good old days to where my company did a hundred one match up to the maximum, a hundred percent match up to the maximum. And I wasn't doing the maximum. And, you know, had a, a gentleman came in who, ap- who happened to be, uh, you know, in my fraternity. So we had some different conversations than he had from everybody else. And he started talking to me about it. And he's like, this is like one of the best 401ks I've ever seen. Um, they match a hundred percent. And I was, I was very young. It's like, I said, I know that's why I'm doing this. He's like, why are you not doing, uh, you know, a hundred percent? And he sat down and he talked to me. It's like, this is just free money. Even if you decide you want to go, you know, buy a house, build a car or something, it's like you're paying yourself back. It's like, you know, get this free money while you can get it. And it literally took somebody who knew what he was talking about to explain it to me in a way that actually made sense. It's like, oh yeah, I'm just leaving money sitting here on the table because my company is matching me at a hundred percent. And essentially what that means is that no matter what happened, I doubled my money every year. Uh, let while me they jump were doing in here that. real quick. Yeah. Let me jump in here real quick just to address something in the in the comments in the chat. Uh-huh. Um, because because what you just said, the your the, the monologue you just gave us is exactly I think what the tech John specifically has done in this area. Sparkling Blueberry said, in light of what's going on in crypto, how do you feel about the crypto programs you have shared on the tech John? And I think I, you know, I feel comfortable saying, um, they've been, they've been a hundred percent educational focused. Uh, mm-hmm. we have never tried to sell anything to anybody. Mm-hmm. We have never tried to push a particular coin or, or make any sort of financial recommendations to, to anybody listening. I mean, I, I honestly, I challenge anybody to go back to the archives mm-hmm. and, and find something where we were like, buy this crypto. Um, I think the, the point of this we program, um, is, is education. And, and I believe that that's always been the focus and I'm not right. trying to, you know, jump on you, jump down your throat. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, blueberry. You're not. no blueberry. Uh, I just want to, I just want to make it crystal clear, uh, where this show stands on this issue. And the fact that, you know, any guest or any conversation or discussion we've had around this issue has always been had education at its focus. And, mm. and we're going to continue to do that. Right. And, you know, if anything, We've had guests come on and say, I don't know if I would be messing with that right now. I don't know. You know, they've actually talked more negatively about some of this crazy stuff that's out there. Uh, 
that more so than just oh you when i tried to get old boy to tell us what an nft was you know i wasn't (laughs) letting old boy off the hook like come on like you got to you got to break it down and and make it make a plane and make it make sense and he did that was uh when we had jeremy butler on he 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 did one of these he had to sit back (laughs) take a breath get his thought together and then he came with the heat he came with the knowledge and answered that question that's one of our tech john with no bullshit trying to push something so right. no Don't um our no crypto or you know you, the reason i put this in there is because it's a big thing and i'm looking to spike lee in the you know in the title I was like oh what what is going on with black folks in the crypto world right now but when we have had crypto experts and and they are experts in you know what they you right. know the folks we had come on they are absolutely right. experts in what they do these are not Instagram. Um, and i i like how jeremy butler said this he said, you know, uh, you know, he, one of the things he said is like, I have a little bit more than I had. That's all that, that it needs to be. I have a little bit. He's like, he said, I'm not out there balling like some of these folks are, but I have a little bit more than I had. That's what he said. When we had professor, uh, when we had Dr. Professor Tanya M. Evans on, she said something very similar, you know, similarly that mm-hmm. this is something that mm-hmm. it changed her life. I'm not telling everybody to go out here and just go crazy with this stuff, but you need to learn about it and figure out how it might be able to change your life too. So and that's why I wanted to put this in you here. can afford to lose. Yeah. So I wanted right. to put it in here because like, you know, we, we have talked uh, positively about uh, these things. We, we, we cover the stories. We talked about the Jack Dorsey and Jay-Z story just a few weeks back. Um, and I this, was skeptical about that. I still am. Still, still am. <laughs> uh, you know, but like I said, th- this is one to where, yeah, it's like, you know what? Our community, if we are, you know, we, we have put a lot of money into this as far as those who are investing. Um, so we do have more exposure to it. So don't just sit there and watch your savings go away. You need to learn about what you can do. Like I said, we, we are, once again, we're not giving any advice. I don't think any of the three of us are, uh, you know, are expert enough in this to give anybody any advice other than learn about the stuff that you're buying, do your research. learn about yeah. the stuff that you may want to buy. And I think we would all agree that uh, there is a way that rich people stay rich. Rich people are not working hour to hour to hour to make their money. They're invested in things, whether it be real estate or uh, the stock market. Um, you know, insuring they, they are invested in things that make money for them, even when they're asleep. Um, and I just want our community to do the same. So that's why we bring these stories up. All I can hear in my head is is daylight soul stakes is high. <laughs> Let me stop because we probably don't have a license for that. You know what? High, y'all. You know, at some high. point they gonna start getting you for humming songs. So uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm just going completely left on this. So you know, you can actually hum stuff to Google um, Assistant. I don't. I think Siri. I, I don't know if Siri does it, yeah, but you can hum stuff to it and it'll figure yeah, it out. They did the Backstreet Boys on that commercial. So the first thought I have is that so if you actually humming something in your podcast, are they gonna take you down if you humming something? Maybe not a podcast, but maybe uh, if you humming something in your YouTube channel. It's just stuff gonna come down because you didn't, you know, you uh, have a copyright strike. I just wonder how good this stuff gets. You know, how how good is it going to get? Um, but let's go ahead, y'all, and move into our final story. Uh, Stephanie, I'm sorry. Um, this this is honestly the last. Yeah, I I, I put this in here because I mean, (laughs) I know you put it in there. It's absolutely newsworthy. We got to talk about. We have to talk about Mr. Elon (laughs) Musk one more time. So, so yeah. So for, for, for those who have not heard, Elon Musk was going to spend 40 bus, uh, 40 plus billion to buy Twitter. Now he ain't. 
<laughs> he, he, he'd have changed his mind. I don't think he ever was. He never he was. Not. Absolutely not. And I think I call. I think I've said something too in a, yeah. in, a in a social media post. I, we need to go back to the tape. No, no, no. You I were. I feel like I called this. You did. Like way back when he first got on that board and was threatening. I was like, "This is some bullshit." He, ain't, he <laughs> no. don't even want to do it. You, you, you've been know. consistent about. I don't think he's going. Even when he did, it, it's like I, I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know. I, I think we were all were kind of thinking that, but you were very vocal with it. But it is interesting that, like, you know, uh, you know, so, you know, he decided that he was going to do it. And then shortly after he decided he was going to do it, he's like, you know what? This deal is on hold. I really don't think that there's such a thing as putting a deal like this on hold. But in his words, he put the deal on hold because he wanted Twitter to give more information about all the bots that they have on the system. And. Uh, you know, Twitter very, very, very quickly came out and said, no, there's no deal on hold. We fully expect this thing to go through. And of course, he acquiesced from that um, a short time later. But now he's coming out and saying, no, because of all this bot stuff, the, uh, you know, the deal is actually off. And Twitter, their board has very quickly lined up to go get them a very good law firm uh, that deals in these mergers and acquisitions type uh, lawsuits. Uh, to sue, uh, him in this, uh, you know, in the state of Delaware because they want their billion dollars. There's a billion dollar breakup. I'm, fee. I'm gonna be trying to crash that trial if it does come, come to trial. I was hyped when I, I put that in my notes. I was trial would happen in Delaware. I put a little, a little square around it and some, cause I'm gonna try to crash that, John, if it, mm-hmm. if it does happen. I'm gonna be right there. Delaware is 20 minutes from me. Um, so yeah, I'm gonna be trying to crash that, John. So FYI, I, this is just my opinion. I don't know if we're going to ever see a trial on this. Um, probably not. I don't, I don't know if we're ever going to see a trial. You know, to me, they're probably going to, uh, settle this, uh, behind closed doors for something far south of a billion and we'll never hear about it because Elon put something. It's like you can say a lot of things about Elon Musk. There's a whole lot of things, you know, a a lot of things that I don't care for. You can say about him, but one of them is that he's stupid or he's a dummy. Like he he, he's unaware of what is going around. I don't think you can really say that about him. Um, so he posted a uh, a tweet where basically I'm just paraphrasing it. But he essentially said that, you know, I said I wanted to buy the company. The board didn't want me to. Then when they actually agreed to, um, you know, I've uh, had to shut it down for, you know, for the bots. And then, you know, like now they're suing me to uh, go back and buy the company. And I'm just wondering, did he Jedi mind trick these, the, uh, you know, <laughs> this board he's, into he's getting war- what he's, he wants? He's a very rich troll. Yeah. And because he has so much money, he gets to get away with with dumb shit all the time, which I hate that he's basically used Twitter's platform to to troll Twitter and and the world basically and get away with it and but 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 you're manipulating people's lives right now. People mm-hmm. work at Twitter. There's jobs at stake. You know that that stock price going up and down is affecting people's livelihoods mm-hmm. and you are playing with that right now like it's some kind of effing game and it's just like you know knock it off like it this is this is ridiculous i i think what's going to happen i I don't think he's going to pay the billion dollars um i think what's going to happen is he's going to be able to manipulate them into selling at a lower share price he doesn't want to sell at that 54 20 that he agreed to i think he wants to sell at a lower share price i think he will get whatever he asks for um but it's like you go back to there's there's a thing called discovery in in this type of merger and acquisition 
perception that this was supposed to have been happened. All this talk about the bots, the bots, they not giving me the research. They ain't giving me, they ain't coming. You should have been asked for them numbers. And the fact that you didn't showed how, how flippant he was about this whole process in the first place and, and how he didn't take it seriously. And, 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 and it, and it just got away from him a little bit. Um, you know, cause the SEC gets involved and now you actually got to put your money where your mouth is. It got away from him a little bit, but you playing with people's lives right now. And, and I just, I just, I can't stand that dude. I really can't. <laughs> so you, so you're not buying a dude. Tesla no time soon. Huh? At, ever, <laughs> ever. I wouldn't even drive one for free. That's how much I can't stand. That's my personal protest against Elon Musk, his business practices, you know, and, and everything else about him. I wouldn't even drive a Tesla for free. So there's some other All things. Right, I'm off my <laughs> I just, like I said, it's, it's just an interesting story to me. All the stuff you said, uh, Stephanie, absolutely, uh, you know, a uh, truth to that. Uh, but, uh, you know, some folks are saying, well, this entire thing, the entire reason for him doing this is because, he wanted to uh, have an excuse for selling $8.5 billion worth of uh, Tesla stock. And this is coming from some pretty reputable, uh, you know, uh, you know, sites. And I'm like, that doesn't really make sense to me because it's like the reason he sold all those options was because he had to. They had 10 year, uh, you know, they basically had a 10 year strike on him. So he had to or he's going to lose them. So I don't think he needed to make up another reason to get 8.5 billion other than I sold these shares or I should say I exercised these options because if I didn't, they were going to expire. I think that was reason enough that people understand and it you know, makes perfect sense to me. True. So, but the stock market doesn't always go on common sense and any CEO dumping or exercising or whatever you want to call it that much stock could cause the Tesla stock to drop even more. We're talking about people, you know, yeah, there are highly trained, highly educated investors, but they're also just some regular folks. It's like, oh man, the CEO uh, dumped these many shit. Let me get rid of my shares as well. And then that could, I'm not, I mean, could have some effect on it, you know? So it could have been, you know, the fact that um plausible, not plausible, not ability, a legitimate reason for getting rid of the stock was okay. Well, I need it needed to be tied up in this buying of Twitter sounds much better than I'm just exercising some shares. Cause if you really believed in the company, then you, you this I'm talking as a layman is trying to use this logistics, you know, mm-hmm. trying to explain, okay, well you just exercise some, some uh, shares that don't make sense. So something must be going on with yeah. your company, you know, um, versus the, him trying to say like, I mean, and yeah, let me come up with a better reason. And the better reason is, oh, I was trying to buy Twitter. <laughs> yeah. So we'll go back to financial literacy. Let's learn what, a, you know, what an option is. Let's, so, uh, like, and I'm not going to explain the whole thing. Like I said, I, you know, I don't, I don't want yeah, to, but, uh, essentially, it's like I said, here's what I'm just thinking. Yeah. He, they were going to expire. You either are going to make this money or you're not going to make this money. That's, that's what it came down to for me. So I'm like, that's, but for me, I, I follow this stuff. I get it. So Terry, you might actually, you might actually be onto the same thing that these guys were onto. It's like, yeah, he needed to have something else to keep that, uh, that Tesla stock from going down. But the, 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 the thing to me, um, and I understand, Stephanie, you, you are absolutely right. Th- these are people's jobs that he is playing with, um, and, and dealing with. So there's that part of it, but it just seems to me like everything that he wants to do, the board is just 
falling right in line with it. It's like that's what I don't understand. You know, it's like Like, you know, you're on you're on the board of Twitter. Don't you have some high level thinkers who can think through what Elon Musk might be trying to do? They just as greedy as he is. You absolutely right. And they know good and well Twitter really. If we talk in numbers, really, they really don't make money like that. Now they make money, but they for Twitter to be Twitter, they should be way more profitable. And yeah, and like, are they even in the black? You know, are know. they profitable? I don't know. I'm just saying no. for Twitter to be Twitter, they should be they should be raking in dough, and they not. So they're like, all right, uh, Elon. For the number of active us- daily users they claim they yeah. have. For they Twitter should be, to be making Twitter, a lot more right. money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They, they are just as greedy as he is. So when he came in, was going to dump a bunch of tr- cash on them. They're like, yeah, we with it. <laughs> and then he said, no, now they now they panicking. Now now they look like Boo Boo the Fool. <laughs> so like I said, I'm, I'm really wondering, like I said, Steph, Stephanie might be right on this, that he's just using this to get that, you know, to get that up uh, uh, by price down. Um, that's I, I that's think what he that's, might be that's doing. His only, yeah, I think that's his only sort of outlet at this point. Um, like you said, I, I highly doubt he he's handing over a billion dollars to anybody. I I, I would hope <laughs> Twitter's board wouldn't be punk enough to accept less than that billion dollar kill fee that mm-hmm. was agreed on and and keep and try to keep it under wraps. Um, uh, but this is all he has. I mean, he he's 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 uh hoping on the fact that somebody will agree that Twitter met, misrepresented the number of, of bots on the platform. Um, mm-hmm. But also the recent layoffs, Twitter just laid off 30% of their recruiting team. And he, there's, there's some loophole in there as well about making those types of, of uh, no. HR decisions no. uh, while the deal is in, in, in transition or in flux or whatever. Um, that could be a justification for him backing out as well. So um, I don't, I don't necessarily necessarily know that either one of those is going to be a good enough reason. Reason. However, the way he's been able to use Twitter to to sway the the court of public opinion, um, it, it's not out of the realm of possibility that he'll be able to get whomever is going to ultimately make this decision to you know use those two excuses as a reason to let him back out. But um, I think at the end of the day, he's going to get Twitter for some bargain basement ass price, um, and then probably sell it off. You know, just as quickly as he bought it, he he'll sell it off to somebody else, and 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 that'll be it. And and he'll go back to being you know. The, the largest shareholder um, yeah. in Twitter, because yeah. let's not forget that like, yeah, he exactly. is the top he'll guy, to yeah. right? And yeah. he'll just go back to being that, and and just making money. You know what? So. Maybe I will sit on that board with all of these <laughs> shares that I have. There's just like I said, like he should have done I, in I the first place. If I, he had done that in the first place, he would have had everything he claimed he wanted for Twitter anyway. He could have been way more influential as a board member than he would ever be as as a as a owner. Well, taking it private, I guess he could do whatever he want, but still. Just he played this. He played this wrong. He definitely played it wrong. So it, it's going to be interesting. Like I said, uh, we 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 were you know have resided. In, well, we're not going to talk about this again until the deal's done. Yeah, we got to talk <laughs> about it again because it's news. We we got to talk about it. This, this dude is dominating. He has dominated the news cycle from the spring until now. The uh, I guess we're still towards the beginning of the summer. Unlike anything I've seen before. I mean, he and he, the bad part is that's literally all he wants. Yeah, he's just a megalomaniac that wants attention, and we. Or, or um maybe the uh, distraction from what's yep. going on with 
Tesla and the lawsuits and with the production issues and the whole, you know, there's some issues with that Starlink thing he's trying to do mm-hmm. and all these other things, all these other projects that he started. And ain't nobody talking about none of that, you know. And none of that stuff came to fruition. He's like, all right, I need another distraction. Twitter, go. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I'm wondering if Puerto Rico ever got them batteries from that last hurricane. Mm-hmm. So, so anyway. Interesting story. I, I'm certain that we will be covering it, it, it again. He don't want everybody to know about them ten kids. Um, <laughs> right? Yeah. He. What? He, he. I guess uh, it's come out that he had twins with one of his assistants or something like that. Right around the time yes, that yes. his other child was ten, born. Last year? Ten children with three different women. Um, you know, neck and neck with Nick Cannon at this point. Right. Um, <laughs> like, but nobody's talking about it. And, and it, it, even the way the media has covered those two things oh. has, has shown the you, bias. You, you don't know think I mean? they're going to cover Elon Musk and his kids the same way they would cover Nick Cannon and his. That's not going to happen. That, that's, that's not going, that's not going to be the I same know, thing. But it ain't right. Uh, but no, like I said, this was just, we, we, we had to talk about this. Uh, because it's, it's really going to be interesting to see. It's like, you know, uh, Twitter has, as I said, they've gotten a really, really good law firm that does this kind of stuff. He still is the richest person on the planet right now. I'm guessing so he's again, going to go get a really, really good lawyer and they're going to go duke it out. And I'm thinking that it's going to cost him something far south of one billion. Let's say, let's say he comes off a quarter, you know, you know, $250 million. That's, that's, that is like Hakeem's pocket change from coming to America so- <laughs> for him. <laughs> So I've always had a, a issue with this. Is he the richest man on the planet, or is he valued at the most amount of money? Because he he I value that second one. So, but I think people, I think we look at that and say, "Oh, that." Well, let me not say that. My my point is. He's not the richest man in the world until he sells every single asset that right. he owns. Mm-hmm. And that is damn near impossible unless he dies, you know, and then we then they have to, you know, what's the I don't know what the, the actual term is for, you know, doing the, doing away with your assets as you pass. But I, I just I've always been bothered by when, oh, this person became a billionaire. Are you really a billionaire or do you just valued at over a billion dollars? That's just the America and the rest of the world valuing money um, yeah. over anything else and, and placing human value on on how much money you have. So that's just a side note that just bugs me. You, you know, it, it, it's a good thing to think <laughs> about. Is Elon Musk the guy in the world who can write the biggest check and it clears? That may not be true. There may be someone else who could go write a bigger check that clears tomorrow than what he could. Um, but How much on money paper, can you lay your hands on. But on paper, that's that's the question. On paper, how much can you lay your hands on yeah. right now? Yeah, on, on paper, this dude is. Oh, I think it's south or no, just north of a quarter trillion. Just ridiculous. Yeah, that reminds numbers. me. Reminds me of that Kevin Hart joke. You know, with my check in and my savings, I got to move my check in to the savings. And then. (laughs) (laughs) So, can we stop talking about this now? We can stop talking about this now. In fact, I'm looking at our clock. We're right at the hour. So, uh, we don't have a spotlight for you this week. But what we do have, we have two. Uh, folks who, uh, you know, who are doing something for us in Patreon. So first, I want to give a shout out to Dee Dee. 
Uh, this is one of my, you know, one of my best friends. He's such a good friend. I don't even refer to him as friend. He's, he's more like a brother. Uh, you know, you know, he, he and his wife, uh, are, you know, two of my, my wife's, uh, closest friends on, on this planet. Um, I don't really talk about our show a lot amongst my inner circle of people because they all know I do it and they can all go listen if they want to. He's a truck driver. He's like, Hey man, um, what's your new show? I'm going to, I'm going to go check it out. So this was, I don't know, a few weeks back. I think we were at a graduation party and he just hit me up the other day. Hey man, I've been listening to your show. I started at the beginning. I'm on, I'm on episode like four, uh, 34 or something like that. So he literally has been listening every day for the last few weeks, uh, you know, to the show, multiple episodes a day. He's like, I like what you're doing. So I want to support it. So yeah, he, he didn't even tell me he was doing this. So he, he, he just, pop, you know, I know that, you know, pop, you know, saw his name pop up in here. I know his email because I send him email that he never checks on this email address all the time. But, uh, you know, I wanted to give a shout out to, uh, you know, my buddy D who, uh, you know, who is now supporting the show. We also have to shout out, um, Norm Fazekas. Norm is an OG. I want to say that Norm is one of our first founding 50, uh, supporters. Uh, when I say, you know, so we have a lot, we have 50 of the founding 50, but he was like one of the first, uh, way back in, um, I think we started our, uh, Patreon and it's either in the end of September, beginning of October, but he was right there. He, he goes all the way back to the beginning and he was already supporting us at the maximum level that we have. And he, he has upped it even from there. So, so, so Norm, so y'all, y'all are our spotlight for the week. How about that? That would That's be right. Our, so, our supporters, they y'all, y'all the spotlight every week. We love you. But no, no, Norm, like you know, he's uh, clearly he's supporting us here. He's active in our Discord. You know, going back and forth with us, asking questions here and there. Um, and he regularly tells us how much he just appreciates the show and the take that we bring to the tech that he, you know, that you know he listens to every day. So definitely wanted to give uh, Didi and Norm Fazekas uh, shout outs word so tech life Steph, why don't you go ahead and tell the folks how they can get to you hell to people uh you can follow me all around the web at tech life Steph. holla at your girl and same thing you can find me at brother tech b-r-o-t-h-a-t-e-c-h on the, all the social medias not linkedin though i need to do better on linkedin help me out <laughs> <laughs> and i am at rob dunwood on all the things we can't be. Let's, maybe, maybe we should be. You know what? People, let us know. If you want us out there on uh, LinkedIn, let us know. We'll make a LinkedIn account. Put us out there as well. But uh, I am at Rob Dunwood on all the things. And we also are at The Tech John. That is The Tech, J-A-W-N, on all the things. Uh, we spend a lot of time on uh, on Twitter um, and, yes, Facebook. But uh, that's where people are, uh, you know, are active with us. So we're active with them. So, that is our show for this week, y'all. It was kind of fun. Um, yeah, come join us on the stuff, Discord so we can talk a little bit more. Absolutely, we uh, you know we, we have some plans for the Discord. Uh, we talked about last week about actually doing a "Ask Me Anything" there, and folks on the Discord are saying yes, please do that. So we'll just put that oh, out nice. there again. So that's another reason to come hang out with us you on our Discord. I gotta, be, I gotta go get on Discord. You probably will have to go get like on that Discord day. <laughs> like that. Just that day, I'll, I'll hop on that day. And, and so. answer some any things. <laughs> All right, y'all. Until we meet again in a week's time. Peace. Peace. Peace.